joined by Akin Tunde Abiola, the evil spirit, an African poet, writer, philosopher, feminist, student leader in the University of Ibadan, and the African Poet of the Year 2021 at Tel Africa. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I actually appreciate you know the invitation to this podcast and I really do hope we have a nice session. Thank you once, once again. My name is Abdullah Kitunde. I'm in Russia, a feminist and a student leader in the University of Ibadan. We were opportune to have an interview session with him when we got to ask different questions that bothered us over the years and in relation to the celebration of the eight years of the evil story. The questions such as who is the evil story? What started the evil story? The journey so far as a writer. We also got to unravel the answer to the burning question that has been on our lips for years. Who is a joker? Also a writer and a poet, basically a poet, and um, the name was actually tailored around what was happening in my society at some point. So I had to, you know, give a meaning to what is happening around me. Then I got to realize that um, we live in a society where we do not help ourselves. We live in a society where guns do not kill people. We live in a society where, you know, being happy. Is only by seeing people cry. So that was why I computated that um, our society is not a fair one. And how do I keep remembering the kind of society I am? How do I keep walking around each day to, you know, phantom that these are friends and these are enemies? So I had to give it the evil story, which is an indication of where I come from. Where I come from, it is nothing. And where I come from, just have to, you just have to find a way to survive and it is evil. So that is the meaning of the evil story and it is a reflection of where I came from. You understand? And every day gets better and if I get to remind myself this is my past and this is my today and this is my tomorrow. You cannot divorce your past from yourself from yourself and you cannot so um Basically, there is more to the evil story than most people imagine because sometimes when when I you know, end my piece with the evil story, they just believe it's a bad and um, or it's basically the name of my love story and all of that. But the truth about the evil story is that I actually um, picked the name from what was happening around me then and you know, I tried to get myself attached to it. You know, it's more like having a sense of belonging, remembering yourself that came from somewhere you understand because I believe where I'm going is very far and it is a success. So if eventually I get to the top and you know I know about a lot of people who are great to where you're going and you don't get to know about their past. So that is why I actually want my name 
to the final to actually reveal to me way because there's more to just me than what I actually expect. So you have to go back to where you're coming from and where I come from is in just a nothing and where I come from you don't get to see people helping yourself, you climb the ladder of life yourself. That's actually the meaning of the evil story, you understand? But there's a contradiction as to what the meaning implies. You understand? Many people just see the evil story as one subject, they just see it as one component, and that's uh, you're talking about love and all of that. But there's more to it actually. But we'll keep that for next time. Thank you. What inspired you into writing? Yeah, this has to do with consciousness. Consciousness in the, in the sense that we have a lot of people that are activists and you know they don't get to be involved in radical stuff except except they you know put them in words it has to do with your courage because i commend speakers actually because it takes you a lot of sacrifice to actually face the general public and speak your mind you understand and what they are doing is some, what some of us cannot do and that is how why where the talk of consciousness comes in and it has it's also it also boils around you being conscious about what you're talking about yeah We'll take it back. Some some people are missing that is they are ignorant of what is happening in your society. So it, it also takes another level of courage to actually want to talk about what is happening in your society directly or indirectly. So being a public speaker or being a writer has everything to do with your consciousness. But it's, it is the talk of you being eloquent. It is the talk of you being courageous to actually address certain conundrums. So yes, I think I became a writer. I picked interest in writing because I love stories. I just want to draw imagination that catches people's attention and all of that. You know, when I was young, I look at what is happening within that. Then I compare and contrast, and then you know I like to add my opinion. But it is something you you don't have a medium for because during the then there was nothing like you being a member of your society or that. You just get to put what is happening around you in a book and that is how you get to write. So I'm, I'm a storyteller. That is actually the, the real fact. I like to tell stories a lot. I, you know, from literature, writing, poetry and all of that came to my interest. And I, I did tell myself one day that I can actually become one of the best storytellers. I can actually become one of the best writers considering the fact that a lot of people have written a lot of things that you know has actually piqued your interest has actually motivated you to becoming a better person because sometimes when you read stories you actually want to like wow i love this and i can actually do something about it i read stories i listen to poetry i read poetry and all of that and you try to like oh and that is by the way secondly you actually belong in a society where there are certain issues that you know affect your development and you are a radical person, and let me say radical. You would like to address all of these things, and you know you get to realize that uh, you don't have a voice. There is no matter how audible you are, when you shout and all of that, people don't hear you. But there is power in the pen. That has to do with consciousness I was talking about from the start. There is power in the pen. Try, we try to actually okay, write, write, and till we get to the to where we want it to get to. You understand? So writing as um, this kind of um, uh, struggles helps you when you're writing i believe you are struggling when you're writing i believe you are into activism because there is a lot of consciousness in writing it takes you to a level you 
criticism yourself don't get to you, you know, imagine because um, you are actually f- devoid of anything that has to do with um, limitation. That is it. Being a writer, you are devoid of limitation. You get to express yourself. You get to express yourself more than you can ever imagine. Unlike when you choose to speak for the general public, there are limitations to what you can do. You get it. So that is it. There's someone who is not over the years What inspires these things? What inspires them? Okay, um, what inspires my things? Um, I stand by saying that the society I find myself in, you know, I just actually want to talk, I want to talk, I want to address the things I feel do not even in Christ. My society, what nature actually preaches, this is equality. You know, I go to actually um, question nature, the injustice and imbalances in life. My society is the one is the first thing that actually inspired me to write because there are a lot of lacunas, there are a lot of inequalities that can get to realize that the society preaches. And secondly is the fact that you know you you, you see a lot of things that you just catches your attention and you think that you ah then you know, passing by overnight verses more than it looks like. So when we see something it works right, that is it. So being an artist, being a student leader, being a politicist Especially beauties. When I see beauty, I mean, my pen speaks a lot. When I see words, words like industry, I speak a lot. And that is why I have myself centered around, I have my works centered around emotions, life, and love. Because and these are actually the things that actually I believe of. They are what really bring glory to the human in general life. Because you cannot separate yourself from emotions, you cannot separate yourself from your society. Separate love from the things you do. These are what I believe and what makes up the human society. So, you've written for eight years now. How has life as a poet been? Oh, yeah, life of a poet, my life as a writer. Okay, um, this is actually a very complicated one because it has never been easy. I recall that recently I had to address the general public about putting an end to um, a team I've you know been using for almost eight years now. And you know, one thing I get to realize that is that when you a writer, it is um, actually part of your life. That is, there was a time I had to Google and know what is the nexus between writing and all other things you get to do in this life but my in my answers i realized that people like also try to beautify images by imaginations or the beautiful things that happen around us we get a lot of problems because we do not get to separate our personal life from writing i cannot count the number of times i've had to go publicly to denounce the team i use or the character i use from my Personal life because when I do all of these things, people are quick to justify that oh, this person is actually talking about his personal life. So for me, I've not had a normal life of my own. Do you get? Um, for me, I've not had the best life of my own because writing has defined my kind of person. 
I just get to realize that from everything they read around me, you get to see or conclude that this is the kind of person I am. So it is wrong. You understand? I am a writer of love stories. I write love stories a lot. And that does not mean I'm in love with anybody. So there is a contradiction between you being a writer and your personal life. That is one thing I'm actually battling with as a writer because till now, till now my my my, my fictional write-ups have affected my real life because people do not care about what actually is their inspiration. They just believe this thing they do is you. They just want to believe yeah, you are saying the truth. They just want to believe you're writing, you're directing your works to somebody and there's not someone out there who needs to read what you're talking about. So they do not care if this thing is imaginary or you know, real. So being a writer is complicated. It's complicated, sorry. Because you do not get to have your own personal life. For me, it has actually been one thing that, you know, I get to, I try to fight. I try to sometimes come out and please, uh, you know, I have flawed the public and I try, try to insist to them that, okay, see, I actually did write this thing, but please separate my rights up from my personal life. So it, it is the way you try to come and defend your rights up, like, oh, I'm not directing this thing to somebody. It is just a work of fiction. It is just a work of that. And it depends on your audience, actually. You know, some people just read for fun sake, and some people, when they read, they want to be part of your story. And that is something that I've actually had issues with a long time. That is that. How can you describe the journey so far? This eight years, how can you describe it? Um, so far, yeah, like I do say, accomplishment can always be a blessing and not a destination. The fact that you accomplish a lot of things, you have not gotten there because the world is yet to know you. Because you've done well by creating an image for people who are not doing fiction. However, the goal is to be. There's nothing I've done that I've actually believe I've gotten there. Even the fact that I, I was named the third African person last year, I still do tell myself that that is not where I want to be. I'm going global. So the journey for me is still a journey because that is not where I'm going. I want to go global and yeah. Journey is more of you sacrificing yourself, souls and all of that. So until you get there, you are not satisfied. Until you get there, you don't feel accomplished. Many times I have been asked in many interviews who is my mentor or what is your mentor or what. But you know, I keep telling people the same thing that when you look up to people, you try to be like them. But the fact and the truth is that you cannot be like them. So instead of trying to be like them, why not set your own standards and be believed in your own truth? So 
I've never agreed to the fact that I'm going to flow. I don't go into the industry. I know the likes of Maya Angelou, Jim Clark, the likes of Professor Lee Sonali, Professor Lee Professor Lee Sonika. When people say, say, I've seen people, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, tell you know, this is my mentor, to my mom, that is my mentor, and all of them. But it is wrong. Because when you look up to them and say they are your mentor, you are actually trying to, you are actually aspiring to be a mentor. And this is something I don't actually welcome. As a matter of fact, I'm one of these writers that do not, you know, look for any source. I just believe in what comes around me and I put them into writing. So I do not have a mentor, and this is something that I've always said and I will still reiterate. I do not have a mentor. However, I actually would like to one day be like one of these people. I just actually see myself entering the great list of these people. So I'm actually my mentor, and that is it. No offense to any of these people. I'm actually my mentor in the sense that I just want to be a human being. That's one of the things that I can do. Please make upcoming speak up to me and say, oh, this guy is actually doing very well. I like to be like this person too. You understand? So that is what I believe mentorship is all about because. I'm not a professional writer, and this is something again I've always said. When people come to me and say, "Please teach me poetry," I'm not a professional. I did not learn poetry from anybody. You know, this is just consistency that has made me a better person. I began writing rubbish to being a winner of many accolades and awards. Do you get? So I don't look up to people. I just believe well. I'm unique in my opinion. I try different kind of styles and all of that. So, I think I'm more of an inspiration than the planet of being myself. So, it's enough for me to actually say, you know, I'm my own mentor and all of that. It's obvious that over the years, you've grown as a writer, you've grown as a person, you've developed, you've built up. What role would you say that writing has played? Or better still, how has writing impacted you as a person? How has writing impacted you to who you are right now? Okay, um, this is a good one. Because when you get to see some other writers, intended writers actually, you get to realize that along the line you just take a pause and that's the end of them. You understand? So I'm also always wary of that fact and that is why sometimes I don't see almost everybody as writers. Some people just get to be in the limelight for two years or two or three and they are gone. And that is something I do not like to you know happen to me. And over the years I I've seen myself more of a fighter, more of someone who is not ready to give up in the adventure of life. Because um, when you stop doing something, you stop doing almost everything. And basically I would like to also say say that being a writer has exposed me to a lot of things because the more I write, the more I get to you know get a lot of new experiences, a lot of new discoveries and all of that. So it is actually it has actually helped my level of thinking as a man that oh there are a lot of things you need to address because you don't just pick your pen and write something. No, there are actually some lot of things you would like to address like I wrote recently about um, a literature of life where I addressed the fact that, okay, if some of you believe that, oh, because something is working out for you and you see the others as 
people who are not trying out to actually uh, trying at all then if your room was built in a day come out and brag so the way you relate with figures of speech the way you relate with uh, the realities about, um, in your environment the realities of life can actually not or may actually not have been possible if you are not actually uh, fixed or if you are not actually attached to what is happening around you so being a writer has actually helped my level of thinking that oh i'm actually growing up and there are a lot of things i need to be exposed to you understand and that is it so as a person as an individual i've grown to actually be more of a father than what i was before because i see a lot of lacunas in the society and i talk people about it and most of the time when i talk about all of these things I, at the end of the day i at the end of the day come back and oh this thing is worth addressing so being a writer has actually helped me help me become a better person in, in terms of thinking above my actually um, above what i am supposed to and in terms of communication too because you you, you you are actually this kind of person who is isolated but you cannot be isolated and you know address certain issues you need to explore minds you need to actually talk to people and oh you understand because aside being a talented person there are actually some basic things that helps you helps your writing which is interaction so by interacting with a lot of people you get to be exposed so writing has actually helped me in terms of communication too because i see myself more expressive that is why when I talk to people and you are not expressive, I get pissed off. Like this person is not worth talking to. So I've been able to express my mind, and you know it has helped my communication skills and all of that. And again, fame, which is very important. You know, there was a time when nobody knew me, and today I think my name is more famous than my own face itself. So I've been able to sell my idea to the world that okay, this is the kind of person I am. So it has actually helped my fame too. First, I said I stated that it has helped my level of thinking. Secondly, my communication skills has actually improved based on the fact that I like to actually address certain issues. And the third thing is fame. Yeah, when you do all of these things, people like to you know, see you as a model. Or a role model anymore. so you get to see a lot of people who give you this regard and all of that so it has also given me some respect and that is the fourth thing so writing has helped me negatively and positively but i think there are more a lot of positive positive things writing has, has done for me which are actually you know, cool about so that is it you mentioned being a feminist what does being a feminist entail to you but better still, what is it to you? What is being a feminist to you? Yeah, this is um, something I found myself addressing a lot of times, and I think I'll be better able to do maybe this night. Yeah, feminism is a concept that many people don't really understand. Because I, I've actually seen people. to the female gender and I'll 
this way of starting. Like, for example, being a man, when something happens, or between me and someone, and the person is rightfully a man, if I complain, like, the reason has to do with anything that affects your own gender, and you complain, and that displays your economics. Now, something is happening to me, So it, has, it is not limited to the female gender, you understand? And me being a feminist is the fact that I'm only wary of the threat the female gender posts to my own gender. So now, where, how do you get to know where you belong in? We have trans feminism. You know, I, say, stated, I started by stating that feminism has to do with what affects your gender. Where do you belong in? That is where the strands come in. There are strands of feminism, and we have the liberal, we have the classical, and all of that. We have the new feminist too. So, feminism to me, I see feminism as more of a threat to me every day because each day comes to me like more of a justification of the fact that I'm actually an advocate of feminism. Because you see a lot of a lot of people, you know, especially the female gender, you see them And to me, it actually appears like a threat to female gender. And you see, like, this, this thing is not ideal. How can you be clamoring for um, equality when society itself has divided us? So, what actually um, catches my attention the most is the fact that society, sociology, sorry, sociology has given us goals. That is why we have goals of patriarchy. Something you should give respect to. So when I find someone, when I find people, when I see people talking about their rules, and you come to tell me that yeah, I'm actually the one catering for my children and all of that. So for me, it is not justifiable. The fact that this thing is not your duty, you should actually respect it. So just for example, we have seen the mothers. When we celebrate fathers, they celebrate themselves. That is feminism. When you look at it and tell me that what a man can do, you can do better, it is feminism. So I, it, 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 it comes around the fact that we have to we have to give respect to rules of each gender. I cannot carry pregnancy. It is something I will not do. You understand? I'm giving you your own regard as a woman. So over the years, especially in my personal life, I've actually had to face the choice of these people sense that they do not give regards to the rules of my own gender. Instead, they claim almost, they try to claim for this equality, like, oh, this person does this, I want to do the same. It is not supposed to be so. The fact is, sociology has given us our rules. Please, respect these rules. So I do not welcome it when I see people, when I see this gender trying to you know, see themselves as equal as men. The truth is, they cannot be equal. Even in mind and nature, we are not the same thing. And it's something they have to learn to, you know, give a dance to. So, feminism, um, I cannot see myself not talking about feminism every day because there is no way I do not dare to see people, you know, having to see themselves as equal to men. And it is, it is wrong. It is wrong. I wish there was a way to mitigate the common wrong, but then we only keep trying to tell them the fact, they tell them that, oh, what 
you are looking for is one that totally got the vibe. It's something I don't see myself looking or spoken to. Now to the million dollar question. Who is Ajoke? Because we've noticed that for eight years you've been writing tales of Ajoke. You've been writing to Ajoke about Ajoke. Who is Ajoke? Okay, um, this is something I've kept from the general public for the etiquette of publicity. Because, um, like I said, I'm two years short of a decade because I began my professional writing in 2014. And um, since then, I've been consistently using um, this term, Ajoke, as everybody has, you know, to date believed that, okay, there's something about me and this person. Oh, okay, this may be somewhere that exists and I'm trying to apologize to my friends so and this is the truth. This is not something I'm supposed to say but I'm saying it now because um, I'm on the verge of actually publishing my debut anthology which in my dedication only I have this name. Yeah. 2020 I was supposed to actually release the anthology because I was done with my paperworks and all of that. But but I had issues with my dedication. Yeah. And this is why for all these years writing around this person and it's somebody somewhat what inspires me because she actually is the best thing I think I've seen and I try to just try because of the way she inspires me indirectly you know knowing someone so beautiful knowing someone so elegant knowing someone so enthusiastic I just want to try and you know get this person attention I think I did that consistently for eight years. Now I, I'm putting an end to it. And so 2020, I actually completed my book. And now I think I have three books ready for publication. But the problem I had, I had then was the fact that I could not dedicate this thing to her. And the reason is that she was gone. And the effects are still seen when she still thinks it was never good. So I just needed to dedicate to this anthology to her with her consent you know that would be ideal actually but yeah I was able to until recently so who is Ajoke I've not answered the question okay I was a young man growing up when I you know actually coincidentally I coincidentally saw this person and yeah I, I was obsessed about the kind of person she is um, you know very beautiful person but my fear then was rejection I was scared of rejection and all of that, so I did not take it. I was actually just writing, writing, writing. That is actually one of the dirtiness of being a writer. You really get to express yourself through pen, and sometimes people are not you know, wise enough to um, phantom what you're writing. Just that is why in the argument of some idealist philosopher, he believes that writers are genius and that is the truth. Because sometimes when I write, I'm almost always really of the fact that oh. My audience and these people going to understand what is it I'm talking about because my use of pictures and all of that are very ambiguous and equivocal, and that has actually affected my communication over the years. So sometimes when I write, I even had to employ the use of stylistics myself to interpret these words. So what happened between me and this person is the fact that I'm not good. I was only being a writer writing and writing and telling so there was no nexus between me and her in person but the only nexus between ourselves is the fact that I write and she knows I write and she's 
this up. So until recently when I came I spent eight years, eight good years trying to you know hold the attention of this person, trying to you know have in my life, but I was still doing it. So that is actually the real story behind the adjusting and being myself. So I actually something could happen to us but you know I was not really you mentioned your anthology when should we be expecting that yeah I said anthology which is a collection of poetry okay um basically I had plans to publish it 8th of August to mark um, my anniversary and a dedication to what appears to be my inspiration and all of that but you know i had issues with dedication like i said and while i was trying to go around editing and proofreading i lost a lot of content and all of that so i had to you know, start again so i cannot answer the precise date because i'm still um two steps away from you know finishing up until first step before I can know when to you know, publish and you know um, I actually did not see myself publishing this book so but I was inspired by you when you actually had your book lamentations and I was like ah, God, when will I you know kill what I call um... yeah so I was like when will I kill my procrastinations I've had three books completed since 2020 and I'm yet to publish until recently I met a blogger and the blogger was also shocked when I said I do not have a book of my own yet and I have many accolades so how, 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 how am I getting to do that how, do I, how did I make money and all of that but I was actually writing for fun until these people are telling me that go get yourself a book and all of that so they will speak for you when you are trying to make reference to what or the kind of person you are so I had to go pick up my file and you know to start doing something that yeah i was supposed to publish it of august like i said but due to setbacks and all of that i still have a tentative date but i believe it will come out this month yeah fulfilling me or before my baby which is next next month thank you what's your message to young and
Alright, the message for this week is my thoughts. I'm no big in that too much because I'm just not sure about how to say it in that. But if we are contented where we are at, and if you want to aim higher, you should aim at Thank you very much for your time and for coming to speak with us today. You really impacted us tremendously. I would like to say congratulations on your eight years of the evil story. We wish you many more years and may your pen never run dry. And that's it today on the Tokyo Podcast.